Good morning. Uh, it's morning for us, at least, and we're going to see if we can make this work. Last week had camera issues and didn't get uh, the podcast going. Plus, we're in the middle of switching our podcasts over so that uh, we can add more podcasts to Messiah. We've got a parenting one that's going to start up soon. And then we have this, and we also have our what we call our Sunday sermon, which is just the sermons themselves. And so... Uh, in the middle of switching over to a new podcast presenter and getting new cameras and updating my iPads, I think I got things a little more nice taken care of now. And so uh, we are going to chat a little bit about um, Sunday Sermon, which yeah. was 19 minutes long, by the way. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to tell you that on Sunday. Thank wow. you. You're always watching that. I, I am, and it really doesn't <laughs> matter, but it's just a fun game. And it was concise, but great. So that means you, you left about 10 that. minutes on the on the floor. Oh, you could have used. No, Come on, man. No. <laughs> Kudos. Kudos. Yeah. <laughs> so am I starting then? You want me to take off? Yeah, jump yeah. in. Because there are things that did not make it into the well, sermon. I would hope so. so. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that... Well, before you before you oh, jump yeah. in, I just I I, I want to say I, I thought again, great sermon. We're we're really looking at uh, our kind of our core values, who we are, celebrating uh, a family, uh, Messiah family, as well as what do we gather around? What are those truths that we build upon? Um, and the first week was inspired around worship, word and sacrament. Uh, yesterday was about grow, uh, getting into the Word. And again, I thought uh, just diving into Jesus' words was excellent. And so anyway, just kind of giving that little yeah. uh, entryway. So take it away. So focusing, obviously, on the importance of God's Word and coming at it, you know, we do invite everyone, bring your Bible with you. Mm-hmm. We always have Bibles to use, but really that's kind of been something I've always wanted uh, as a pastor within the Lutheran churches, like get people bringing their Bibles with them and to be comfortable being in the Word. But do you really appreciate what you're holding in your hand? What I didn't talk about, though, in the message is kind of going back to the very beginning and how God has always wanted His people to be in the Word. I mean, if you think about some of those stories that we learned growing up, for example, Joshua leading his people into the Promised Land some of God's first instructions in Joshua chapter one, be strong and courageous. But he says, I want you to take at the time it's referred to as the law, mm-hmm. which was the Torah. That was their Bible. The first five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. But he's like, I want you to carry this with you. I want you to read it. I want you to be meditating on this day and night, every day in the word and let my word be what guides you to know what direction to go. It's what, when David is is handing kind of the, the reins over to Solomon, his son, to become the next king, he says, just as I've been in God's word, I've carried this word with me, the law, I want you to be into it, in it, let it guide you as well. And even God himself, knowing that the people one day were going to ask for a king in Deuteronomy 17, he says for the kings, and it's interesting, It's he's having the kings act almost like a scribe. He says, I want the king to take my word and I want him to write it down word for word, but in his own handwriting. And then I want him to carry that with him. And I want him to be reading it and let that be what is guiding 
his life. Mm-hmm. And it's, I believe what we talk about at Messiah, we want to be, this is what we value, God and his word and being in his word, not just reading it, not just listening to it, but living it out. And I feel like more and more of the people that connect with Messiah, we have another new member class getting ready to start our Welcome to Messiah here tonight even. One of the things I think we hear again and again and again from people is we just so appreciate what we see at Messiah is that you are a church that is in the Word of God and that you actually believe that God's Word is just that. His Word breathed out. It is inerrant. It's without error. And I wish that was true of every Christian church today, but unfortunately, I think we're seeing more and more it's not. Well, we, we kind of hear that from some of the people that uh, are coming into membership here as they are coming from places. And this is kind of sad because I don't, I don't like to just see sheep change pastures. I mean, we want to find new converts, uh, get the love of Jesus into people who don't know him yet, which I, it's a both and. But I also have a real heart, and I know you do as well, um, a sensitivity to people coming from churches of just that very thing. They've said, hey, they've abandoned the word of God. They're listening more to the social, uh, political whims, uh, you know, kind of the Paul saying, you know, the, the itching ears kind of thing. And so you would think, you know, when we say we, we, we stand on the perfect word of God, that it should be a duh kind of statement. But people come over and they're like, thank you. This is what we want to see. And, and what we're trying to do, encouraging them, you mentioned Deuteronomy 17. If you go back to Deuteronomy 6, where God says, it starts right in your house. Right. You know, preach it, teach it when you're standing up when you're walking down the road, when you're telling your kids nighttime stories before they go to bed kind of thing. It's just this idea of let the Word of God permeate every part of your heart and your life. So with that too, I'm so thankful that um, we see that being lived out. And again, talking about being that three-thirds church, which I think if you're not connected to Messiah, you're like, well, what does that mean? Uh, I feel like our church family is embracing that more and more to understand. Mm-hmm. And and the whole idea that it's it is it's meant for all ages, from the youngest to the oldest and to be able to to have God's word, to be in God's word um every day and not because we have to, because we get to and and that's what I love about I mean Luther and the Reformation, I think that's one of the things he saw is that God's word wasn't in the hands of the people. And it's why he took it upon himself to translate God's word and to make sure it was put into the language of the people that that day. And so I'm just so thankful that we are a part of a church family that still embraces that. And um, I, just for myself, you know, do I fully appreciate that when I hold the Bible in my hands, I am actually holding God's word, um, his breathed out word. That's pretty amazing. Right. Well, I think, you know, it... it at times I, I'll beat myself up or us in our culture up as I've got dozens of Bibles at home. I've got mm-hmm. the Bible on my phone. I've got the Bible everywhere. And it's like, do I really appreciate it enough or use it? And I look back sometimes at the, you know, the Old Testament where they had to, they had to memorize the Bible. And I thought, wow. But then I also look back and say, but even though they memorized it, they sometimes didn't get it. Or they just didn't right. follow it. And so right. I've got to be careful of that and saying people have always been faulty. Uh, we have to give thanks, though, that we're in a time where we do have access to the Scripture whenever we want it, but then don't waste it. Right. Um, and But also don't beat yourself up because people have been wasting it 
forever, but we just right. continue to strive to to be in the Word. And I think that's that's what I've appreciated here at Messiah is we just we do continue to wherever whatever level you're at, just yeah, right. you still got more to learn. Well, and I think you said it several times in your message, not because we got to, but because we get to. And I I think that's really worth emphasizing because reading God's Word can become a law. It can become a duty that if I don't do it, God is not going to smile on me. If I don't read his word, I won't be blessed. And, you know, the, the word of God can almost become a talisman for some people that would say, you know, like a lucky rabbit's foot or something. If I just read it, then everything should go well. You know, I, I liken it, and we often, we will sometimes say this anyway, it's God's love letter written to you, has your name on it. And so if you think about receiving a love letter from the love of your life, your spouse, a boyfriend, girlfriend, something like that, but you you receive a love letter, you don't read it with a sense of, oh, I got to read another letter. You read it with a sense of wonder and you're like, wow, I mean, this person loves me and here it is in writing. They're expressing in maybe poetic words, maybe not, but just they're, they're, they've taken the time to write down their feelings and and it's not a burden to read it. It's a joy. And in fact, you might fold it up, put it in your drawer, and every once in a while you take it out and you read it again. Well, God's word is a love letter. And he says, I want you to read it not with a burden. Although there's times it's hard. I mean, I get that. And I think, Scott, like you said, no matter what, you know, where you're at, we're all going to be growing. And that was the point of you know, the word grow. <laughs> but it's a love letter. God says, I want you to read it, and I want, to, I want it to put a smile on your face, you know, when you understand just how deeply I love you. And, and I, that's why I appreciated you taking uh, from the Gospel of John, you know, abide in me. That word abide is such a, a beautiful word. I think it's... Yeah, I think, and I know it gets translated different ways, but it is very much, at least how I hear it, an invitation. Yeah. I don't hear it as a command. It's like, right. no, this is an invitation. Come, abide in me as I abide in you. And, you know, looking forward as we continue to go through this series and finding value, and I'm excited about the next couple of weeks because it all connects together right. too. So part of John chapter 15 was we're in the word, but then we're producing fruit. And that fruit um, leads to, you know, living out in these acts of service and acts of love. And so I know at the end of the month, um, Pastor Andy is going to be talking about just that, living it out in the service. But next week um, that we get to hear from just one of our lay members, I'm, I think that's just a wonderful thing when we think about together, mm-hmm. living together. Um, why not hear from one of our, you know, members of our family who's right. who's living this out? So Right, right. So that'll be a special treat. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it uh, either live uh, online or mm-hmm. later we're going to be out of town helping our daughter and son-in-law move in for his fourth year of seminary so I'm, I'll be sorry to miss that but I think it is a, a it is a special treat when you can hear from somebody who says this this is how I see our family and this is what it's meant to me and so I, I again I don't want to put too much of a box around what yeah. what he'll say but um, no I uh, the it's going to be in the bulletin you know each week our, our mission uh, our vision and our values, these value statements. We've been cleaning these things up so that they're more memorable, uh, more concise, 
which would make them more memorable, but uh, biblical references with them to say this is what we, you know, most of them deal with the word, but also deal with gathering and then also serving as well. But uh, but I think it's a great way to remember who we are. And, and in the face of, as you said, a society that, you know, the reeds and the wind that are just blowing all over the place. And when we look for hope, when we look for um, certainty, this is where we find it. We find it so. And so, so all, yeah. I guess is it okay if we have just like a little commercial too? Is yeah, it? jump in. Well, I do you buy? Mentioned it on on Sunday too, but we have our Wednesday nights are, mm-hmm. are getting started again, and that is built around being in God's Word. Amen. It's what was Sunday school. It's now taking place on right. Wednesday nights at Messiah. But literally, I just love it's all ages, um, from the youngest of kids and the the nursery to preschool to our elementary kids to our middle school and confirmation, um, our high schoolers, our young adults. And then now that we, the last couple of years, we've added all a multitude of studies that the adults can choose from. And uh, it's just exciting. Every room is literally being used yeah. on Wednesday nights and being in the word from 630 to, to 730. So the last Wednesday of the month we have... Food and fellowship, kind of just kicking off the year. And the then last Wednesday of this month, this not month. every month. Oh, not, did I say every no, month? I'm no, I'm just clarifying This month. Because this they month. got yeah. me excited. Oh, I thought, hey, what if we did that Food last every Wednesday month. We should. Every we month. Should. We should. Yeah. We should. yeah. Last Wednesday of August is food and fellowship. And then the first Wednesday, September 6th, I, is, is. I think it is the 6th, is uh, the kickoff where we'll actually be in God's word then. And I, uh, what I, again, just to part of that commercial is as the kids... There are grades for them to get involved, like Sunday school. And as you said, there's options then for adults. And so I want to encourage our adult listeners to look over the list of classes that are being offered and and sign up for one. But I also want to throw in just the caveat of if you're not sure what to do, one of the things that uh, I've decided is in the sanctuary going to do a study that you can just step in on any given week. And so even if you're listening to this podcast after it's been aired and you're listening mid-year or something, you can come on Wednesdays. And if you're not signed up for anything, just come to the sanctuary. Um, at least in the first part, the first eight weeks, we're going to be looking at the book of Philippians and uh, looking at this beautiful letter, a thank you letter for the mission work they've been doing. And so we'll get into that in the sanctuary, but you can step in and not feel like you've, you're behind on anything. But the other classes, there's beautiful classes, and, and some of them are very structured. And I just want to encourage people to look at them and sign up for something that would interest them. And, and then each eight weeks, they have an opportunity to sign up for something else. Is that correct, I think? Yeah, it is. We have men's studies, women's studies, studies for parents, uh, marriage, um, joining Jesus on, on his mission, learning how to be living these things out, getting deep in the word, catechesis, apologetics. It's just all these things are being offered, so check it out. Sweet. That was more than a commercial. That was more like an infomercial. That was an infomercial. All right. <laughs> but, I it like was, it. but it was a good one. But it was a good one. It was it. a very good one. Yes. So uh, yes. great. We're glad you could join us today. Uh, look for more information about Wednesday nights coming up. And we'll be back here next Monday to film with Larry Elias joining us after his message. So there we go. You guys have a great day today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.